Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello, my name is Maria Victoria Mateos from the University Hospital of Salamanca in Spain, and I would like to share with you the most recent information coming from mesigdomide in combination with dexamethasone in relapsed and non-refractory myeloma patients in a dose expansion cohort of patients treated with this combination. You know, mesigdomide is a novel potent oral cerebron E3 ligase modulator with enhanced tumoricidal and immune stimulatory effects in comparison with the conventional emits. And preclinically, mesigdomide has demonstrated a synergistic effect with dexamethasone, proteasome inhibitors, as well as anti-CD38 monoclonal antibodies. And mesigdomide was designed for maximal degradation of target proteins, including icaros and iolos, leading to increased apoptosis in myeloma cells, as well as immune stimulation. In this study in this dose expansion cohort 101 relapsed and refractory myeloma patients after at least three prior lines of therapy, all of them exposed to proteasome inhibitor emits and anti-CD38 and refractory to the last line of therapy were included and treated with mesigdomide at a dose of 1 milligrams on days 1 to 21, followed by a week risk period with dexamethasone 40 milligrams once per week. From the baseline characteristics point of view, I would like to remark the median age is 67, but important to note that almost 40% of the patients presented plasma cytomas, either extramedullary soft tissue only or soft tissue bone-related plasma cytomas. And 36% of the patients presented with any high-risk cytogenetic abnormality. The population was heavily pretreated and the median number of prior lines was six. All patients were triple class exposed and triple class refractory. But I would like to remark that approximately 30% of the patients had been previously treated with BCMA targeted therapy, including antibody drug conjugate, CAR T or T cell engager. When we evaluate the patient disposition and the treatment exposure, it is important to see how approximately 10% of the patients do continue receiving treatment. And the main reason for this continuation in the patients who had to discontinue the study has been a progressive disease. And there were few patients who discontinued or died because of adverse events. From the hematological point of view, neutropenia is the, the most frequent hematological adverse event reported in this study. And from the non-hematological point of view, infections, including pneumonia and some patients with COVID-19, was the most frequent adverse event. However, when we focus on other non-hematological adverse events like gastrointestinal toxicity, 
asthenia, fatigue, decreased appetite or insomnia, they had been reported only in few patients with this combination. The primary endpoint of this study has been overall response rate and in the all patient population the overall response rate was 40.6% with some patients even achieving complete response and stringent complete response. But it's important to see how in the patients with plasma cytoma Remember, 30% of the patients presented with any type of plasma cytoma, the efficacy was maintained with an overall response rate of 30%, and the same is applicable to the 30% of the patients who had been previously exposed to BCMA-targeted therapy, and the overall response rate was 50%, again with some patients achieving complete response or stringent complete response. And this is extremely important because the population exposed to PI emits anti-CD38 and in addition the BCMA targeted therapy is the new unmet medical need and mesigdomide and dexamethasone covered this unmet medical population with an overall response rate of 50%. In terms of progression-free survival, the median PFS has been 4.4 months, what is good median PFS for the heavily pertreated population. And in terms of durability of the response, if we focus on the 40% of the patients who responded, the median durability was almost eight months. And if we focus on those patients who achieve at least VGPR rate, the durability of the response was 9.2 months. From the pharmacodynamic point of view, it has been also observed how the treatment with mesigdomide plus dexamethasone resulted into an increase in the NK cells as well as the T cell proliferation as well as a decrease in the IOLOS, ICAROS that they are the targets for mesigdomide, in this case potentiated in combination with dexamethasone. So in summary, I think mesigdomide plus dexamethasone showed encouraging efficacy and safety results in a heavily pretreated relapse and refractory myeloma patients, including patients with extramedullary disease and including patients already exposed to the BCMA-targeted therapy, and mesigdomide is currently ongoing, being evaluated in combination with standard therapies in myeloma, and there are phase three clinical trials ongoing, evaluating mesigdomide in combination with bortezomib and carfilzomib, and are currently enrolling patients. Thank you very much for your attention. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated, and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com CME. Thank you for listening.